Welcome home, family. Oh, welcome home, everybody. <laughs> your mom. And your mom and dad's here. Clap, 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 clap. Welcome clap. to <laughs> our first Friday bonus episode. This every is, other Friday app. Wow, it's I mean, official. This is this is huge because you know it's been a couple months now of like walking into these things being like oh we're gonna recap the show i know and just this now is i'm called, just talking to you about this, this what called, are we talking about this is a freelance yeah <laughs> this, is <laughs> this is a like, freelance show where you're gonna hear all about us the entire time maybe a little bit today but though we're gonna have guests we're gonna have fun topics all oh, this yeah. coming up on fridays <clears throat> but lucky for all of you um evan is in quite a bad mood today i'm not in a bad mood i'm in a spicy mood like <laughs> Fam, you ever like get- Evan woke up shot out of a cannon our last episode this is a few days ago we saw you you were you were hungover yes you were therapy Evan yes things have changed since I'm like Lee I'm so sorry you walking in Evan shot out of a cannon just complaining complaining and it's also chaotic too so like I had a bunch of stuff I was supposed to do this morning didn't get any of it uh-huh. done and uh I'm in you know I'm not in a bad mood. I'm just in one of those moods where everyone has to pay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a reckoning mood. You, you know what I mean? In I'm in a, it's the day of reckoning. You like brought up a beef with a friend from like 12 years ago yeah, this morning. I'm like, paying. I haven't even heard that name, that guy's name in forever. <laughs> I'm like, what is, what is happening? Therapy Evan has combusted. And he took that personal. <laughs> You know, it's okay. It's okay. You know, it's one of those things. This is where the therapy comes into practice. Okay. Because I'm being met with the day of reckoning vibes. Sure. And then I'm going to lower that and realize that that's my own insecurity or something. It's your own internal reckoning. Oh, shoot. It's because I haven't accepted myself. So everyone has to pay. Right. For the stuff I haven't forgiven myself for. Yes, I think so. That sounds really smart, right? Didn't that sound like a thing? That was kind of good. I don't even know. I don't know how to apply that, but it sounded good. It's not like if I was a therapist, that's some shit I'd say. You know what I mean? Like, do you ever think about like, I think Jess would be a really good therapist. Do you agree, Lee? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think she'd be, everyone, everyone's very open to her. I think I would be, the problem with me being a therapist would, I could only, it would be a bad idea. I could only schedule on days that I don't (laughs) feel this way. You know what I mean? Like it would be, it'd be like, I'd have to wake up that day and be like, your appointment is good or all appointments are canceled because (laughs) I will tell, I will tell you that you need you know what <laughs> give I mean? you like, all my opinions yeah i will just i'm supposed to be a listening ear helping you process and on these days i will give you every single one of my opinions and you will pay even though you are one of my clients yeah be like you will pay emotionally <laughs> this, uh, there'll be this person that i've been working with for like three years like getting them through all this stuff and then be and then i'd walk in that day and be like hey do you ever think about the fact that you complain a lot <laughs> Because I'm hearing a lot of me, 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 me. And last time I checked, you need to focus on someone else, okay? You're selfish. Oh, my God. Self-obsessed. I just would go off on them. Just put them back three years. I think some people need that, though. Well, I mean, maybe I'd have like a real, you know, like deep, close following of my clients that like could handle that like tough love, you know? And then like... 
I ruin others, you know? You know what's funny is one of the things that makes me feel special about our relationship is you get in these moods occasionally. Mm -hmm. Every once in a while, Evan's just a low-key, mellow, Mm -hmm. nice guy most of the time. And then every once in a while, you wake up and you it's time to pay the piper mm-hmm. and you have your one of your reckoning days. Mm-hmm. And I always felt special. Judgment day, as we call it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are afraid of end times. I feel Get like in my vicinity. You're so patient. And if you reach, I think that's a what it is. Day, I think that's what like, it is. You have a very high threshold. But one of the things that it's I always, valve. it made me always feel so special mm. is that, I was the only one that you never had a reckoning reckoning day with. You complain about everyone else to me, mm. but you never give me a hard time. And that always made me feel so loved and special. Oh, I'm glad I can make you feel special yeah, like that. Well, yeah. I think I think because there's nothing wrong with you ever. Thank you. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's something that we have sworn to say on the podcast. And you said that if I didn't say that, that we'd have problems. <laughs> no, um... Say the right thing. Okay. And what did it was in my script? Cue say? cards. Cue yeah, cards. Cue yeah, yeah. cards. No, I mean I know what you're saying because I think I think that like I feel like you're someone I can trust with venting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But also, yes, I think what I love it when you, it makes me laugh when he's in these moods. Yeah, it just I start. I think maybe that's what encourages you that I start laughing when you're going yeah. off, and then you start enjoying it, yeah. the adrenaline, and it gets extreme. Yeah. That's true. It does get extreme sometimes. I hear, my, I hear myself talk like in the third person sometimes. We're like, well, that was way too much. You know what I mean? Like that person didn't do anything wrong. Like they literally just like walked across the street. And I'm just like, okay, well. But I do think it's a valve thing. Um, I don't know how y'all are out there, but it's like, I really try to keep it together. You do. But that's part of your therapy work. You try to keep it together too much. But do you want this? <laughs> loose you know what i mean if you let it out At a least little you bit know more when it hits it's like okay it's hitting for this down the it's, hatches. it's hitting for this day but if if this is just like that's the that's part of the problem is i think i'm a two-brained person mm-hmm. i have two brains going on at once one is like a calculated pragmatic practical person and the other is like off the chain mm-hmm. and so the per like i'm always battling yeah and then and then sometimes like once a month off the chain wins yeah but i do feel like two people and this is the thing i've talked to my therapist about yeah is i do feel like two people well and you've jessica lignato your charts are she very said the same thing they're like so in competition with each other right um okay well hold on one second yeah. two brain we have to take a quick pause okay double brain <laughs> a quick pause <clears throat> sorry sorry to interrupt um so, family, we've been looking to save some money lately, okay? But also, sometimes you gotta shop a conundrum, right? Well, Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. Rakuten is an online shopping platform that gets you cash back at over 3,500 stores across every single category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. If you are already shopping, why not save while doing it? Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Uh, Rakuten has 15 million members who are already saving and they also find you the best deals, sales, and coupons. They do the work of searching for coupon codes so you can save time and money. 
So I've used Rakuten while shopping with Sephora, with Petco, with Expedia, so, so many more. Um, And they make it simple as well. Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account or they send you a check. If you're shopping, start your shopping at Rakuten. Your cash back adds up, baby. Get the free Rakuten app and download the free browser extension. Cash back rates change daily. See Rakuten.com for details. Go to Rakuten.com now or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Um, so sorry to interrupt your my double your, brain. Your double brain. <clears throat> but no, I remember with Jessica Lignato when she was on Chatty Bros and she was talking about how, oh yeah, you must feel a lot of internal strife all the time. I do. I know. I do. I really, really do. And I think I'll never know myself. <laughs> and that's something I've come to terms with. You know it's what I mean? Just a how can you journey? know two people at the same time? Well, maybe you can't, but <laughs> Do you guys feel double brain? No, not really. Fuck. No, I I do. I think there is kind of like a work brain a lot of the times too. Like a work brain Mm -hmm. and like you know, regular brain is the right way to say it. But I know you work a lot, Evan, right? Like kind of that's your thing. Yeah. (laughs) That's my thing. He likes to do this thing called work. That is your kink, is working. Honestly, it is. It gets you hot. Is having when a I'm working, schedule of work. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, and that's something also that this is this is. I mean, this is the most like obnoxious thing ever to just be like therapy, therapy, therapy. But that's also something I think about a lot, which is like an obsession with being busy. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it calms the brain. Like you know how we all use coping mechanisms. Yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely work as a coping mechanism of mine to calm the like. I think. It's what calms the, you know, what we're talking about the reckoning brain, the yeah. judgment brain, the judgment day brain is calmed by the work. Okay. okay. It's almost like, you know, like a random example is if you're in <laughs> Zelda, right? And you were to be like fighting a boss or something like that. How there's always like, you got to keep them busy with something. Like you got to like hit them with sure. a strike or whatever so that you can make the attack. The strike, the analogy connecting here <laughs> is that the strike on my double brain is work. The problem is when you don't have a lot of work or life's not busy, then the double brains meet mm-hmm. and they're like, what's up? Yeah. It's I, chaos time. I don't relate. My coping mechanism is soaking in a hot bath and then curling up in a ball and crying for hours in bed. <laughs> That's my coping mechanism. Yeah. I'm like, I don't feel double brained. I just feel tormented a lot and very emotional and anxious. So that you're a single brain, but that single brain. That single brain does some serious damage often. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're all healthy here. Aren't I know. We? What a great way to start our first <laughs> Friday episode. Just, just crushing just it. Just being open and honest about our issues. Yeah, that's what we're here to do today. That's what we're here to do. So though. we thought that we would do something that's going to probably be a little different than our typical Friday episodes because I feel like we're constantly recapping. We're talking about pop culture. That's how we yeah. started, but we do get a lot of questions from people, which is so nice, kind of wanting to know more yeah. background stuff, more personal stuff. So we thought we'd start this off before we start getting the guests on and having different topics of conversation yeah. to open the gates for the family yeah. to ask any which question and we're down to dive in. Yeah, we're down definitely. to dive in. But before we do that, mm-hmm. I did want to bring up something. Uh-oh. You guys, a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. I talked about how my ultimate dream is to be on WikiFeet. Yeah. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I received a message about an hour after that episode came out a few weeks ago. And a member of the family was like, Jess, 
you're on Wikifeet. I'm like, no, 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 no. I check on the regular. (laughs) I was not on Wikifeet last night. Someone from the fam hooked me up and put pictures of my feet on Wikifeet and created a Wikifeet profile for me. So I finally, I finally made it onto Wikifeet. That's kind of like being accepted into like some private social club. I feel, I feel so honored. I feel so blessed. Um, We still need to get you on Delphs of Disneyland, but Mm. here's the only concern that I have. I did go on my wiki feed a few hours after it was uploaded. Yeah, how we doing? And I'm going to tell you guys something. It's not looking so good. Shit. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not what, looking what, so it, good. Now, now when they... I told you all. I'm like, I know that I do, I do not have the feet of the foot fetish community fame. Mm. Okay. And I knew and I looked at it and I'm like, oh God in heaven, we're not looking so great right now. So I haven't checked it since. And I kind of want you to pull it up and check it right now. And just don't tell me, but I want you to okay. look it up. I want okay. you to look it up. Can, can we, Lee, can we look oh, up, yeah. look up uh, her wiki feet? Because my think this, this too, like is wiki feet leaning towards the fetish community or is wiki feet just leaning towards like a general, just like oh, appreciation of feet. I, I would imagine it's both. I think in general, my feet are just not feet that people they don't fuck with my feet okay. and that's all good. You know what? It's okay. <laughs> but Okay. Let's see how we're doing here. How's the rating? Three out of five. Okay. Feet. <laughs> it says. <laughs> okay. So we got set. We got okay. okay. Feet. We got okay. Oh, look, we got, then we got nice and then we got beautiful. Okay. So we don't yeah. have any bad no or ugly. It's like, okay. This is what my assumption is, is that the family has come in and I believe that probably some of our listeners have dropped the beautiful because they're trying to hook me up. I could see and then that. I'm imagining the seven from okay feet are yeah. just people who are browsing the wiki feet. Page. Right. Like more of an honest take. Now the only thing, <laughs> just, can, you, can that be my new nickname? Okay. Feet. Dude, <laughs> that's a merch drop. If I've ever heard one, just, okay. Feet, just a picture of her feet and they say, Okay. <laughs> The only thing that I wish <laughs> is that we could have comments because I could, I want to dive into like, Oh, I would love to read the comments if there were, you any. know what? I, you know what? I bet it is, babe. What is it? I think it's two things. Oh, okay. Look, okay. There comments. So there's, there's a, there's a, okay. It says hashtag broad squad for life. Look at this queen's hot toes. Bless yeah. you. Bless you. Thank you Bit so of nepotism much. There, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's like your mom getting on there and being like, my daughter is incredible. It's kind of like, well, okay. You know, you're not getting raw data. I'm going to call my mom and be like, can you go rate me on yeah. wiki feed, please? <laughs> and and say, leave a nice comment. Um, okay. So here's the issue. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking it's twofold. So we've talked about the toe situation, which is you have longer toes. I got that second long ass toe. You have a toe. longer second toe, yeah. which apparently is not ideal for the foot community. No. Secondly, I think this is working against you. Size 10. <laughs> okay. You know what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I here's my thing. I don't care, but I would imagine that... I would imagine that, like, if you are a foot person, smaller. Listen, you know what I mean? Maybe I'm listen, or, or he bigger, says, or more. He better. says he That's doesn't tough. care, but every once in a while, I stand next to him barefoot, and he's like, "Wow, your feet are not that much smaller <laughs> than mine." <laughs> yeah, I'm like eleven. Yeah, eleven and a half. Ten. You're like I'm six like, two, I'm like six 11, three. Like, yeah, and I'm like, like, you're not that far away from I'm like me. Five, 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 six. Um, but I will tell you this: everybody getting a shoe. A women's shoe size 10, 
amazing. Easy. I always have every, they're, they're never sold out. You go into the seven, eight department, you can barely find anything. If you go into, you know, like Nordstrom's rack or TJ Maxx, nothing good is left in the seven, eight department. Tens. I always got like, the shoes that I want. Now maybe that's my only thought is like, maybe it's the size of the foot that makes, you know, if you're a foot person, maybe the community kind of is more into the smaller foot. Mm-hmm. It's no, it's no judgment of mine at all. <laughs> Zero judgment of mine, just purely me operating off of an observational. Like this is the other brain, you know, just going, hey, no emotion here, just purely <laughs> analyzing. Um, so I just had to let everybody know that, and thank you to the member of the family who set up my wiki feed i so appreciate it i truly do feel like mama i've made it now i do feel that way um i will tell you this after the wiki feed was created and i did see that the ratings weren't going so good and i didn't check it again just until now i was at a party somewhat recently where it was a lot of um only fans creators and i knew that numerous of them had you know, foot fetish accounts. And I was in one of those moods where I was just a little hyped up and probably being a little bit awkward. And I went up to so many people and I was like, I'm on wiki feet and I have a horrible rating. Do you want to see my feet? And I was showing all these people. And what did they say? Cause these are, these are experts. They confirm that I don't have the feet for the foot fetish. Did community. They really? Yes. So they were like, yeah, this is not going to work. Yes. They were honest and about it, they have but the it was f- more of like, I didn't, everyone was lovely, but I'm like, I, I came home that night and I'm like, what's wrong with me? Why yeah. did I get so jazzed? And I was like, oh my God, I was, I was so like thrilled to be around some of these like amazing creators. Mm-hmm. I'm like, guess what? I have a wiki feet too. And look, it's horrible. <laughs> right. Right. But I, cause I think that's something you do. I know. You know what I mean? I know. Like, that's that's what's part so, of what I need for my therapy. Endearing. You're very endearing and you don't you don't try to like flex on people or make people feel threatened. You I know, you you, you feel... offer up something that that like like makes the person feel good because you're like self-deprecating yourself. But I which think I'm sure that's... is helpful in a social situation. But I think you have beautiful feet. I Thank think your you. feet are very beautiful. And as a non fetish person for the feet, uh-huh. I can say that for, for you know, I'll represent the community of people who are not feet people mm-hmm. and say you have beautiful feet. So I, what I'm trying to say is I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I <laughs> like your feet a lot. I think they're beautiful. I might have made it worse. I apologize. <laughs> but you know what? Listen, we're not built for every lane. You can't have it all, babe. I will tell you what. And I I feel very confident about this when I say this. I think... I'm so comfortable talking about it because I love my goddamn feet. Wow. I love my feet. What a, what an empowering story. You know what I mean? <laughs> God, I I'm inspired. I've always <clears throat> liked the way my feet look. Oh, there you go. That's you all know, matters. And even when I found out that it's not the conventionally attractive foot for the foot fetish community, apparently, I was like, you know what? I like my feet. I have always, when I was younger, I always um, was admired because my foot grew faster. You know, like in second grade when everyone's Mm. comparing foot sizes, I was on top then because it was like, oh, I had huge Mm -hmm. ass shoes. Everyone's like, oh my God, she's in adult shoes. Count your wins. And I was like, and and I'm still going off of that. I'm still like, yeah, I got big ass feet and I'm on top, baby. I can stomp all the rest of you bitches out with my huge (laughs) ass feet. See, life is all about framing. It's all about perspective. How you frame things yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. 
You yeah, could I, get in your head about it. You I know? really don't. And I would be honest if I was yeah. truly in my head about it. Yeah. I do love my feet and I will stand by the love of my feet. Even if I get okay feet ratings for the rest of my life, I like that okay feet rating. Right, right. And that will be merch. I love my feet. I think your feet are beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you well, for babe, the support. Well, babe, you kill it on wiki face, okay? <laughs> so, I mean, that's more, you know what I mean? So, you just, you know, who cares? You expose your feet and you say, hey, everybody, you know, live with these. <laughs> Force them to look at them. And then, boom, you're, then all of a sudden, poof, you're set free from any issue. But it sounds like you've already done that. So, I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Wiki feet. I mean, it's kind of a big deal. I've, I do feel like it's. It's like a rite of passage for being a a list celebrity, I guess. At this I'll point. tell you what, Evan's feet will never be on Wiki Feet because Evan will never take off his socks or ever take off his shoes because he's insecure about his feet. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't need that. Sick. <laughs> you know what that was? You know what that was, guys? That's called when you. That's that's called what? Is, I don't know what that's called, but that's like you know what I mean. Like that's not for you to say. That's for me to say. You can't. You can't offer up my deepest, darkest fears to the, those people. But also, you know what I mean, as like an, almost like a vulnerability. Like I'm being vulnerable for you. You know what I mean. That was that was a patient doctor confidentiality that was broken right now. I thought we were having a moment. Unbelievable. No, you were having a moment. I was not a part of that moment. Okay. Unbelievable. We were flowing. That was like you confessed to a sin or you confessed to a crime and then just outed everyone else in the crime. They're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't say I was ready to go. I'm not going to jail yet. And you're like, it's been weighing on my conscience. These guys all did this crime. That's what that was. Unbelievable. Sorry. I thought we were having a moment. There it is. (laughs) Do you want to talk about it? Ah, I'd love to. No, you know what? The way that I reframe things is I just go with my strengths. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And it's like my feet have been shoved in hockey skates my whole life uh-huh. during my development. And, you know, they're like they're real working, working man's feet. You know what I mean? They're not <laughs> they pretty. Are. You know what I mean? So we just let it be <laughs> and we don't talk about it again. We shove it down <laughs> deep just... inside and we never expose that again. That's a, It's really not a big deal. I just wish you had your feet out more because I do like your feet. I don't think that's true. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's called a trap. And anyone out there who's married, <laughs> learn from me. Okay. I'm savvy in the, <laughs> I'm, I'm street savvy. And that is a trick. <laughs> Unbelievable. You just ousted me like that. Incredible, you guys. Well, I'll get her back later on. The <laughs> <sighs> well, should we dive into some? I think we should deep personal spicy questions. Yeah, welcome from... to the foot episode. <laughs> sorry, sorry for all the feet content, guys. Um, should yeah. we dive into some? Yeah, there's people who have like foot phobias and they're like vomiting in their car. I know. Right I'm now. so sorry. I forget foot about phobia. that. I forget that my people sister do have foot phobias. My sister has a full foot phobia. Yeah, people are she like will... grossed out. By yeah, feet. yeah. I apologize for anyone who has a foot phobia be listening to this i really don't so i just don't even think about it but no but some are. people like your sister is like if you get your foot anywhere near she's like she oh screams. my god stop she, like, she starts to like scream oh. dry borderline dry heave and i do i do understand it feet are kind of weird if you're like hands at- you don't see very often <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? 
They're like hands that. <laughs> they're like hands you forgot about. And then someone goes like, oh, God, they have hands. I have other set of hands. I forgot about that. Unless someone's wearing sandals or like, you know what I mean? It definitely like comes out of nowhere with the feet. You see the hands constantly. But but feet are weird. It's like they're covered most of the time. And also they come out and it's like, oh, it's a whole different body part. Question, what the fuck is this episode? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening today? This is Friday, baby. All rules are off. The brain is turned off. We are no longer at work. We are... Friday. It is. We are in it. <laughs> oh, well, should we start with a, a question from the fam? Start with something light? Yes. Okay. Do you regret marrying Jessica? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, let's start with a fun one, though, for real. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you and Evan were on Love is Blind, do you think you would have connected in the pods? here's what i think i think jess would have connected Je like with i think every single person no i think that most people would have connected with jess it's whether jess would have connected with me is the question because nice. jess is super charming oh and God. open and sweet you're saying all this even and she wins over comment? everybody so i think that like i would go in there and then come out and then the three other guys would go in there and then we go back in the room and be like, if you talk to Justin, like, oh my God, she's amazing. So I think it would be one of those things that would be like a little bit yours for the picking because, you know, I don't know. You just make people feel connected to you. So I think that, I think there'd be some broken hearts. I'll tell you that much. Oh my God. I feel so flattered. Um, I, I really think, and this is like, sounds, you know, like a line, but I actually do think we would really connect in the pods. I mm -hmm. do. Because first of all, um, I'm very auditory and I love your voice. Mm. And so I think that I'd hear your voice and I'd be super into it right yeah. away. Um, but we can have all sorts of problems in our life and relationship, but we've said it a million times. The one thing that we could always do is talk. So I really think that we would probably do really well together in the pods. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, the only issue would be your comfortability. Yeah. You know? Well, maybe both of us, because like I've said, I might be extreme in the pods. I might get so overdramatic and so, you know, very much, you know, I can feel and see and smell your soul and that mm, wouldn't be your vibe so much. No. So if I was going there, you might be like, I don't know who this woman is, but it's just not for me on the so much. You take. It depends on my angle with you, but then it would also really depend on your energy because I could see you being pretty uncomfortable mm -hmm. on a reality TV show. For me, it's all about booze. <laughs> like honestly if, i know you'd need a future. if i walked in there and if I could, there's I cameras could have, in your faces i could have a drink it'd be a game changer but if i had to go like 9 a.m no coffee walk in rough yeah you know what i mean so i think it's all about my like looseness mm -hmm. if i'm chill middle of the day maybe i've had a drink that's my first initial thing into the show i think i do okay but i think if i didn't it'd be really tough for me to be like you know so tell me you know What's yeah. your favorite color or whatever, you know? <laughs> also, also yeah. Also, what's your favorite color? Also, I've never like, mm, 
never been a big like phone person. Like, you know how people can kind of have like phone relationships okay. where they're just talking yeah. on the phone for hours yeah, 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 and yeah. then they're FaceTiming each other yeah, constantly. Yeah. Like one of our good friends is kind of like that in a relationship right now where she'll just be like, oh yeah, I FaceTimed him for three hours. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, no way. You know, it's interesting you say that. I never thought about that when it comes to love is blind. I, I'm... I hate the phone. I'm horrible on the phone. That is something that's connected you and I. We were never big, like, let's talk on the phone for no. hours. Let's FaceTime. We were like, okay, we'll text. We'll talk shortly. And then we'll see each other in person. And we'll hold out for that period of time. Obviously, if you're, if you're in a situation where you're long distance, it's a very different deal. But I just don't do well on the phone either. So I wonder if maybe I would really struggle without seeing the person. Yeah, like I like... And I'm awkward <clears throat> as hell on FaceTime. I'm so awkward on FaceTime. Some people are so natural. I know. Like I watch some of my friends. There and it's kind of like there. And they're just it. like, anyway, blah, blah. anyway, yeah, totally. And they're just kind of back to it. Where like, I don't know. I feel like I just, I got to be in your, I got to be in someone's presence. Yeah. Like I got to feel their energy, feel their like body language. It's got, it's it all adds to it. But just auditory, I'd be over it. I'd be like, so anyway, like after like 20 minutes in that pod, I'd be like, cool. So like, are we good now? Like, I just would be, I think I'd be burnt out on yeah. the concept. So anyway, well, long story maybe short. Maybe we both flop in the pods. We Neither of us would find love. It yeah. would be super awkward. I'd be super dramatic. You'd be super awkward. And that would be it. And we would never meet each other. Mm. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> I also think, before we move on from this, I do think that me and you would really connect depending on, like, the energy like if you're like let's say you really are wanting like positive fun energy and you're in a positive fun vibe and then you talk to someone who's like mr positive fun guy and then i come on (laughs) you might be like (laughs) evan's involving in a day of reckoning yeah evan's a little salty yeah because like i'm like i think part of my like i don't want to say charm but my person i don't want to say part of my like incredible charm (laughs) And my like in, in, incredible kind of sexual just energy <laughs> has anything to do with being salty. But I do feel like you are my humor and kind Your of my personality salty. is a little bit more like rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, we're going to go to a Tony Robbins conference. So yeah. I think, uh, you know, it depends. I'm kind of I'm a, I'm a taste, you know. I've always liked salty. Hey. <laughs> okay, let's let's take a quick pause before we get into more okay. questions. I'm nervous for some of these. Some yeah, of no, these no, are no, intense. No, 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 no. Some of these, scary. I'm working my way up to it. Okay, scary. Um, family. So, if you um, are someone who chooses to shave, I have to tell you about Athena Club. If you haven't already heard, because I have absolutely loved my experience with Athena Club and their products specifically. Their razor kit, these razors are absolutely incredible. I mean, there are thousands, thousands of five-star reviews speak for themselves, but this razor is designed with built-in skin guards to help prevent razor burn while being gentle on curves. Plus, the razor blade is surrounded by water-activated serum with shea butter and hyaluronic acid, which is the holy grail of skincare. They're incredible razors. Yeah, they're insane. I love them. The best part is the razor kit is only $10 and comes with two blade heads, a magnetic hook for shower storage, and your choice of handle color. And they have such cute colors. And I keep my magnetic hook up on my bathtub wall. You know I love a bath, a million baths. Uh, And it works so well and it looks chic and organized. And with Athena Club, you never have to think about blade refills because you choose how often you want your replacement blades shipped to you for free. 
And you'll never be stuck with an overused blade longer than it should be used for. And P.S. Athena Club also has the most amazing shave foam. Oh my goodness, it makes my body feel so soft and luxurious. It's amazing. And also, just check out their whole website. They have so many incredible products that cover wellness, period care, skin care, all of it. Head to athenaclub.com and use code MOMDAD for 25% off your first order. Again, that's athenaclub.com and use code MOMDAD for 25% off. Athena Club has also launched in Target stores nationwide, so make sure to check out the shaving aisle to buy their products in-store in real life. Mm-hmm. Okay, so check this out. Americans spend an average of 90% of their time indoors. And if you're me, that's probably more like 99.99% <laughs> like of my time indoors. <laughs> but but according to the EPA, indoor air could be two to five times more polluted than outdoor air. And in some cases, it could be a hundred times more polluted, which is horrifying. Okay, so what's a solution? Let's talk about Air Doctor, an air purifier that captured the attention of established media outlets like CNN, Money, ABC, and more. Air Doctor filters out dangerous contaminants and allergens so your lungs don't have to. It uses an ultra HEPA filter that's been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested bacteria and viruses. They are absolutely amazing, and their classic Air Doctor 3000 purifier is powerful enough to circulate the air in a 360 plus square foot room four times per hour. They really are incredible. We have two and we've noticed such a huge difference since we got them a while back, especially with all of our allergies. Oh okay, <laughs> but a huge difference. Allergens can vary in size, but the average pollen size is about 25 microns. Air Doctor virtually removes 100% of particles as small as 0.003 microns in size. It's incredible. But Air Doctor also comes with a no questions asked 30 day money back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. So head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MOMDAD. And depending on the model, you receive up to 40% off. You are saving up to 40% off. Lock in this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code MOMDAD. Okay, back to it. Okay. Celebrity Hall Pass, baby. Who's the Celebrity Hall Pass? <sighs> I would not didn't know. I, didn't I just tell you this the other day? I mean, I we know you love Emily Blunt. Oh, you know, I did love Emily Blunt. <laughs> you love Emily <clears throat> Blunt. But Hall Pass is interesting. Yeah. So is Hall Pass like hookup? Or hook is Hall up. so Hall Pass isn't like, you know, your screen marriage. Life. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> what about we do both? Marriage and hookup mm. celebrity. Okay. Marriage would have to be nineties Julia Roberts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We love Julia Roberts. You know what I mean? Yeah. She has that glow, you know? <laughs> Just an absolute 90s glow. Um, okay, you, you do you do screen husband. Screen husband. Okay, so everyone probably knows that it used to be, it would have been Jason Sudeikis, but mm -hmm. with all the Olivia Wilde, he stirred the papers. I don't even know what went down, but it really the, soured. It, yeah, it soured. It really soured some things for me. <laughs> um, so now I would probably say Paul Rudd. Ah, I mean, he just seems just like the most incredible, wonderful man. I feel like he'd have the best conversations. He's so handsome, so charming. You don't have to keep going. You, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Rudd. Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Now hook up. Mm -hmm. 
Well, my long standing one was Kate Beckinsale. Yes, for forever. When we started dating, I think it was Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. Um, but Is it still? Boy, do I have more. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, mm. Do I have an, uh, a different one? Oh, you, you know, there's kind of one. This is a weird one. Okay. This is random. Okay. Not weird as in, it's it just more like you're not going to see it coming. Okay. The actress who plays, not not um, Angelina Jolie, but the actress who plays Tomb Raider. That's Angelina Jolie. No, there's another one. There's a new one? No, not new. I mean, it's probably 10 years old. Let me see. But... She has like an accent too. It's kind of a vibe. <laughs> you, love, <laughs> you love an accent. <laughs> Let me see. This one? Yeah. Alicia Vikander? Yeah. I don't even know who this is. I just saw her like on a random like, uh, I saw her like on a random, um, and you know me, I'm a big personality guy too. Yeah. That plays into it. Mm -hmm. I'm not just looks. Praise me. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I saw her on like a random um, Conan thing. Okay. And was she so charming? She was very charming. Okay. All right. Um, okay. I have two. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. I well, mean, you just geez. gave two. You just gave two. Kate no. Beckinsale oh, and yeah, Alicia Vikander. Okay. Um, okay. I would say Killian Murphy. I mean, yeah. Killian Murphy is just... Mm -hmm. You know, he uses. Yeah, he's amazing. And the accent, too. I can't hate on that one. Yeah, that's... <laughs> and Henry Golding. Henry Golding? Henry Golding. Oh, my goodness. He's Can you look from, up Henry yeah, Golding, dude? Uh... He's from Crazy Rich Asians, The Gentleman. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's cool. He's got cool guy vibes. <laughs> Henry Golding is a stunning and... I heard he's an idiot, though. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, know, you know you're like you're insecure when you're like just when you're shitting on the celebrity crushes you're like well i did hear that he did, didn't pay his taxes or something you know no he's very cool he's got cool vibes very cool he's got suave okay i see it okay all right i love it yes he's definitely killian murphy henry golding for those sure. are both very cool so you like cool guys i mean yeah okay but but but, but it's interesting because yeah, you want to hook up with the cool guy, Mary Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's cool. I'd but be Paul fine. Rudd's I'd also be fine marrying Killian Murphy <laughs> and Henry Golding. I'm not opposed to that either. <laughs> right. But we kind of put them in. We put, we kind of had different category vibes. Right. Yeah. 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 You know what, dude? <laughs> I'm already over this game. <laughs> okay. What's uh, the tattoo that means the most to you? Oh, I would say... I would say my little, I have a little mini mouse here mm -hmm. and I just, you know, it's a silly little tattoo, but it's for M and when she was really yeah, little, she was obsessed, she was obsessed with Minnie Mouse with Minnie Mouse. And for me, it just like signifies a time yeah. when she was just a little ball of light and a little cute pie. And she was just like, I don't know, like life was so, She's just, it was just so simple. We were just like figuring it out together and it was like raw and me and you were like figuring out what it meant to be parents. And so for me, that tattoo not only just symbolizes her, but also symbolizes kind of where we were at mm -hmm. and kind of, I don't know, like it just, it was just such a raw, real yeah. moment in time. Um, like a really beautiful moment. Yeah. So that, yeah. I have, I have, I mean, I have a hard time choosing between two. Um, one is 
on my neck and Evan has a matching one and it says burn bright baby, mm-hmm. which is for Ember. Um, and Evan wrote a song for Ember and yeah. called it burn bright baby. Um, and that song and it didn't have Blarney Stone in it. <laughs> there was no Blarney Stone right <laughs> It didn't have any Blarney Stone. I should have put that in there now that I think about it. There was no Blarney Stone <laughs> reference, but if I hear that song, I will cry on mm. the spot. Um, and I also remember that time, too, when you're talking about certain times. That was like a a hard transition time in our mm. life. There was a lot going on with our families, with yeah. our faith. There was so much. And I remember you were really, you were really going through it and struggling with kind mm. of like, you know, moving forward in life and how you felt about certain things. Mm. And I remember you coming into the studio and like feeling like you were in a rough headspace and being in the studio until like three in the morning and then coming out of the studio and your eyes were all red. I'm going to start crying and your eyes were all red. And, um, you know, you basically kind of had this moment when you were in here where you were like, regardless of what's happening, like I have you and M and Ember is just this joy and light in our life, no matter how like tough parenting can Mm. be and all that. And so, you just wrote this song because you were struggling and then you were just thinking about your daughter. And then I heard that song and I was like, whoosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that is that tattoo definitely holds a lot of memories mm. to me. Um, and then also I would say I have one on my throat mm-hmm. that says sit feast on your life. And that's actually a poem that you shared with me, a Derek Walcott poem called Love After Love. Um, And I've posted it on Instagram a million times. That poem hit me in the gut. And it's always a good reminder for me because in my anxiety and my space where I can just get so caught up in the minutia, to be honest, um, that poem, I know a lot of it symbolizes love, but also it's a poem that helps me focus on remembering to like take in those moments and to, at the end of our life, like what's going to matter. And so I say that to myself a lot when I'm struggling and when I'm feeling super anxious um, to just sit, feast on your life mm. and just to soak it up, break bread, yeah, bring wine, sit together conversate yeah so beautiful those are two big ones for me yeah yeah it's well i mean it is interesting too when you think about like our different personalities too how even even just those are deeper (laughs) and more like you know like you were thinking about the heaviness of a time and i'm thinking about like when things were lighter is it it's fascinating how like it's almost like what you need depending on like what you're thinking about something in a positive way Mm -hmm. it almost is like because of what you want or need in that time if you're feeling like i'm obviously in a day of reckoning vibe (laughs) so i'm thinking about like sweeter times (laughs) and like you know what i mean and then like you're thinking about like connected times i'm always thinking about but you also are always a heavy person (laughs) but yeah (laughs) my four enneagram is always just i love to just be in the melancholy of life yeah Yeah. Yeah, that's true i like to be in the melancholy of life (laughs) and then i like to laugh everything and joke about everything but simultaneously be in just that you like to feel the feels Mm -hmm. beautiful nothing more than feeling the feels that's what i love i love it babe that's why i love you um Let's see. Let's see. 
Okay, well, speaking of Ember, uh, yes. hot topic question that was thrown out there many times yeah. was, will you have another child? Which right. I feel like I get that question a lot, and I don't know if I've talked about it in recent days. Mm. People always want to know, do we want to have another kid? kid? Evan? My thought? <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time we're having this conversation, and it's going to yeah. be on the podcast <clears throat> in front of all of you. Him and I have never discussed never it. Never once. Never once. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, here's my thought on it. Mm-hmm. It's super torn. Like, yeah. the answer is yes. But then it's also like, in a the, the 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 raw answer is like yeah it sounds amazing mm-hmm. you know what i mean like having a bigger family and having you know more going on around the house in that way it sounds amazing um but i think there's also the level of like being honest with yourself in this moment being like will can you handle it mm-hmm. now that you've done it once are you willing and open to to have what comes with that and also the mystery of it right mm-hmm. there's so many like variables that go into having a child and, mm-hmm. and bringing a child into your life and how you're going to handle it and work and your mental space so i think for me is it's like the final product of like <clears throat> having another beautiful child in your home it's like yes but i think also being real with like where we're at currently mm-hmm. and how hectic life is and how <clears throat> much where you know at least for me like trying to keep it together um that's where i'm super torn yeah. so the answer is yes but the answer is also like not in this moment yeah or like how you know i don't know i don't know if the stars will ever 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 align if they will if they won't but that's kind of where my headspace is it's yeah. torn yeah i feel super <clears throat> torn too and that's kind of what our conversation has been mm-hmm. um over the past few years where yeah i'm like sounds wonderful but i also love having our little family i love just having the three of us and the pups um and i also if i'm being fully transparent when i got pregnant with ember i had a huge shift so i've discussed this in like old podcast episodes but i was really really deep in struggles with my bipolar disorder um and medicated before I got pregnant with Ember and then as soon as I got pregnant with Ember I had to go off the medication and during my pregnancy something shifted chemically in my body and I felt like a new person and I felt so much better and so much more regulated and it was incredible and I was in shock and I still don't quite understand that and that continued for the next few years and in the now in the past few years I'm feeling all the bipolars and all the anxieties and depressions coming back and creeping their way back in in the past few years and starting to work through that and kind of having it reintroduce itself to me. But if I'm being perfectly honest, there is a part of me that feels nervous that if I do get pregnant again, I'm like, oh my God, what if it takes a turn in the opposite direction and my mental health gets way worse? And then what if I don't feel like I'm Uh, capable to be there for my little ones. Um, And I have to think about Ember through that too. Uh, So that's definitely, if I'm being fully honest, a big process in my mind. Um, You know, big conversation too is, is maybe in the future adopting a child. Mm -hmm. I think that's more something that we've talked about. Totally. Um, And talk to Ember a little bit about it and her thoughts. And if it's, yeah, if it's something that's going to 
happen in the future, it's going to be a conversation with the family. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, it's just like, it's like anything. It's like, if you can design the perfect trajectory, <clears throat> that's very different, right? If you can be like, oh my gosh, my mental health improved. The pregnancy is easy. The child comes out, um, no health no health scares at all. They're the mellowest kid ever. And they just sit there and go, hey, how's it going? <laughs> then you're like, okay, yeah. In those worlds, you're like, oh, like if I can write the script, maybe we could pull this off. Yeah. But we all know that like that's not how life works. Mm-hmm. And like when you go down this road and you're responsible for another life. Yeah, a human being. You have to be open to everything going a certain way, mm-hmm. a pregnancy not going the way you thought, you know, the mental health stuff like you're talking about going in the opposite direction. There's so many outlying factors that mm-hmm. like when you go down this path, you have to be okay with and be like, I'm willing to, you know, take the risk and, 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 and step into these issues. So I think for me, it's like until we're able to go down that road, it, you know, I think we're waiting. Yeah. You know, waiting. That's it. And if it is ultimately just me, you, and Ember, I am happy as a yeah, clam. <laughs> honestly, like I'm not feeling like there's a huge hole. You know what I mean? No, She's, no. Also, if you guys have ever met her, <laughs> we basically have three kids. Okay. Like my mom said to me, she goes, "You have two kids." She has the energy of three kids. Yeah. So her, she, her, just like, guess what I did today and what we're doing. It's Ember like, has a zest for life that I cannot compare to anyone else. And Ember, Evan and I are both pretty low key, mellow people. Yeah. And Ember is like a lightning bolt. Like she just wants to go, 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 do, try new, which I think has been amazing for us. Like it's really opened us up a lot too to like doing more things and just mixing yes. up our lives more and always going. And um, but yeah, it's definitely an ideal, she's a wild woman. An ideal house setup for me and Jess would be like some chill music going on at the house, some vibe lights, us quietly working. If Ember could have our house set up the way it would be, we would have a DJ playing 24-7. Even while she sleeps. With concert lighting. And she'd be sleeping in her bed just like like fist pumping while she's sleeping. Like all I got to do to get Ember amped up, I can look at her and go like this. And she'll be like, She'll start oh, dancing. Yeah, it's like, no. oh, here we go. Let's go. You Let's just go. give her a beat and Ramp she'll go up. from being in the middle of something to just full out dancing. And she, her body, she can't even contain. Like just the other day, she had a burger in her hand. And she, <laughs> and then I was just like, everybody. Da-. And she just started going like with the burger and she was doing spins. It's like, she's literally just give her the license. Side note. I got to tell you, this is like the most random thing ever, but I, you know the story, but I just, I just had to bring this up. Because this is the funniest story. I was talking to my mom earlier. Mm-hmm. And um, a couple years ago, we went to Montana. And I, I don't know, this, 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 this story means this is no recollection. Like, there's no connection to what we're talking about. But I have to just talk about this okay. story because it's the most insane thing ever. <laughs> I think you know what I'm going to say. <clears throat> we were in Montana. And yeah, this is a few years ago. A couple right? years ago. Okay. We were in Montana. Yeah, that's probably, she's seven now. I don't know. She was four maybe at the time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we were in Montana. And we were at this house and the house overlooks this big yard. Okay. And on the top yard, she was with my parents eating like lunch. I was in the house working and I was right by this window. All of a sudden I see Ember run across the lawn by herself. And I'm like, where are my parents? What's going on? She runs over to the lawn, looks around, by the way, she's never done this like ever, never once before or after this looks around, pulls her pants down and takes a dump in the middle of the lawn 
overlooking a mountain range, pulls her pants up, beautiful. pulls her pants up and just runs back to my parents to lunch. And I'm sitting there like, like I was frozen solid. Like I've never seen, I almost felt like the wild just called her for a minute. Yeah, and she yeah, just yeah. was like, what's that feeling? Yeah. And she ran to the lawn and just said, I have to mark this territory. Took a dump in the middle of, of a lawn and then ran back it was still just i don't know you guys i don't know why i brought this up i just (laughs) i just had this conversation before i got came here and it was like i still can't believe that happened that was i remember you calling me and you were like jess because i was back home you will not believe has she ever done this before i'm like no it was absurd anyway just random ember story of the day ember (laughs) is ember is i know people are like your kid we don't need to hear about your kid ember is the kindest big hearted human being I've ever met adult child anything yes I'm so excited to watch her grow up because I I know that I'm biased but I'm like that that kiddo is gonna change some people's lives for the better because she just has the biggest heart in the entire world I I mean I just told her a few days ago that um she's gonna get a new cousin and yes. the and I the second I say it, I'm like, guess what? You have a new cousin. The cousin's on the way. You know, aunt auntie's pregnant. She looked at me and she starts bawling because she was just like, I'm so happy, just overcome with joy. She just has such a big heart, such a big heart, and always comes home from school and is just like, I, this person was feeling sad, and I went over and made sure that they were okay. And you know, she's just yeah, she's amazing. She's very empathetic. Yeah. <clears throat> She doesn't have the day of reckoning's day. <laughs> she doesn't have the day of reckoning. That's for sure. She doesn't have that. <laughs> okay, let's see. What's next? Do you have a question, Evan, that you want to yes. pull from? Yes. The question is, what is the cause or what do you fight about most? Okay. <laughs> Which I thought was an interesting one. <laughs> Should we say it at the same time uh, and see if we say the same thing? Okay. Well... Uh Okay, hold on. <laughs> I'm trying to figure this out. Uh, uh Yeah, let's try it. Ready? Okay. Okay. 1 2, two 3 money. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Insane. I don't feel like we fight about money. I feel like you don't like talking about money. Are we fighting right now? Because yeah, right, no, no, yeah, I, know. I guess that's true. I don't like talking about money. It gives me so much anxiety. The second that finances are brought up, I think that there's a lot of um, love you, mom and dad, but parental stuff that comes up. Yeah. So the idea of having to like hash out, you know, hey, we really need to cut back in this way and feeling nervous about this, like any sort of of worry. I'm like, I can't talk about it. Okay. What do you mean time? What do you mean time? Okay. With time, I feel like, I feel like, <laughs> and here's the thing, I will cop to this. I tend to try and do long things when there's not much time left. 
Yes, Evan, like when when there's just like a a, a little bit of time, that's when you decide to like do a project where I'm like, this project is going to take 12 hours and you got 30 minutes. And so then we're all stressed and trying to figure out how to make something work in 30 minutes that should be a full day project. Yes. And I, because I'm kind of a workaholic, Mm -hmm. I tend to try to slide work in when there's like, (laughs) we're not supposed to be working. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, let's travel back to like a vacation time where it's like, yeah. you know, we get back to the hotel room and he's trying to figure out a way of how to get work in, in between getting back to the hotel room and dinner. Yes. And I understand that sometimes, you know, you do what you got to do, but because I know you love it, then sometimes I can get a little salty. Be like, 100%. You don't need to do this right now. Yeah. And we'll have some we'll have some knockdowns about it. I mean, it'll For get sure, yeah. because it's one of those things too. Like, you know, I think because it's like a coping mechanism for me. And you don't use it as a code. Make, like for you, work is work. Yeah. Work isn't something you kind of like feel addicted to at all. No, no. Where for me, it's like. I love hanging. If, yeah. Where for me, if, if <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> yeah. I like sleeping and hanging out. Yeah, right. We, we, op- we Okay, here's the thing. Me and Jess, which is another question. So, but like me and Jess have a ton in common, like mm-hmm. our, like things we love to do and how we talk and everything. But one thing we are so different at is work how we work and how we think about the day. Yes. Like for me and how we handle stress and how we handle stress, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, those are kind of related because work and stress can be kind of similar, but I tend to kind of like being in it mm-hmm. and kind of working through it. And it's kind of a pragmatic thing for me. It's like a, it's like a solution to be solved Yeah. where Jess is kind of like, what's the shortest way we can get this thing over with. I don't really want to be doing this any much longer than I have to be. And so because or I extend it unnecessarily. Yeah. Or, yeah. or you'll go on with something that I'm like, we could, this is, this is, doesn't have to be as hard as it should be. So we just like operate differently. I pan, <clears throat> I panic work. Yeah. I panic work, which I can cop to. It's, it's something that I've been trying to work on over the years is that instead of, trying to just sit and be like, okay, let's write a list out of like what needs to be done and the efficient way to solve this. And there can be a solution. I panic. Right. And like throw all my things in the air. Right. But I think and I'm like, I need a nap. Just throw everything in the air. But I think that's like creativity. You know what I mean? Like creativity doesn't come perfectly when you need it at the right time. Yeah. It comes when it comes. And I think that like that can be stressful too, because mm-hmm. that can be at 1 a.m. And then we're needing to work through that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, now, an attachment to this question is what do you think is at the core of your arguments? Because I think a lot of times what happens with me and you is that we're not arguing about the thing. We're arguing about how we're approaching yes, the yes. thing. I think that that the core would be definitely just that we handle stress very differently. Yeah. I think that's probably the biggest thing. I really think it is because mm-hmm. me and you generally like are on the similar pages when it comes to like what we should do. It's not like yeah. we rarely are ever like that's the wrong thing to do. And no, that's the right thing like to do. I feel like in general, we typically like the way we think about like how we want to approach life, how we want to approach family, parenting, like all of that is typically yeah. very in sync. Yes. It's when stress hits. And then the way that we handle it, that can, that is the core of the arguments for sure. And there's two levels to this. Mm -hmm. One is the way I handle stress is I, I intentionally try to remove emotion from it 
and go, okay, I'm stressed. This is, I'm a, a little, I'm a little like, you know, you're scared when you're stressed. It means you're like scared. You're like scared of like the, the outcome or you're trying to control the outcome. So I try to go, okay, take a deep breath, remove the emotion from it. And like, what do we got to do? Mm-hmm. What Jess, I, what, this is my opinion. <laughs> what Jess needs in those stressful moments is comfort. Yes. And just to be told like, I got you. Are you okay? You know, <clears throat> how are you doing? Let's work through this together. What can I do to help you? Yes. That is not how my brain works <laughs> because I'm in the middle of like function. I'm in the middle of like solve mode. And when you're telling me I need to slow down and ask how you're doing, that's when like, if I'm having a good day, I can do it. And when I'm having a bad day, I can't. Yeah. And that, or, or I really struggle. Yeah. And I think it exposes my weakness when it comes to collaboration sometimes mm-hmm. because my brain is like, let's just do it this way. Let's get it out of the way. You and can be a bit of a lone wolf. I can a little bit. Yeah. I can be. And, then I, and I would say that's a weakness of mine. It's a weakness of mine because it's like our best stuff is when we work together. Mm-hmm. My best stuff in my life that I've ever done is when I'm working with people, not just doing everything alone. Mm-hmm. But it's like some weird, you know, trigger where I'm like, it's almost like a stress mechanism where I'm like, let me just do it, get it over with, even if it's not the best way, you know? Yeah. And then that's when we'll leap up. And I'm like, when I'm, when the stress hits, my anxiety is flaring and I'm like, now is the time for comfort and community. Yes. Like the stress hits and now is the time when I need to have the friends over to sit and eat together and talk and I need you to cradle me like a baby and tell me that we're going to make it to the next day. Yes. <laughs> like this. And then I'll calm myself enough to approach and handle whatever that stress may be. Yes. It's interesting. Yeah. It's, well, it's just like so, it's so, I mean, it's so predictable too for us. It's like you see it coming a mile away. A mile away we know when it's coming. A mile away. Now, where I then can, and this is, you know, Throughout the 18 years of us being together, you know, you learn how to speak the other person's language a little better. And and I feel like absolutely as the years have progressed, we've gotten better at handling disagreements yes. and stress. Yeah, you'll meet me uh-huh. with going, all right, take a deep breath, remove emotion. Let's just get to the solution. And I'll meet you going like, you're going to be okay. There's someone on the other side of this conversation that I need to care about while I'm talking, yeah, you know, yeah. so we'll meet each other in the middle. But when we really blow out is when we clearly both say, fuck it. <laughs> I don't know, like I'm doing it my you know, way. You know what I mean? But you, you kind of see it in each other's eyes like, no, fuck it. You need to stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you just see the like, I'm not. I'm being, not backing down. I'm not backing no, down from no. my opinion on this either. You come to me and that's it. And I feel like you'll see it. You'll, you can tell. Oh, when we we're, know. And you know what's so funny too is sometimes it's like we both see it in each other's eyes and it's like we could so easily. It's a two word thing. And it's just over. two word. We, but we could so easily just diminish it. And then sometimes it's just like, nah, it's time. It's time. And like, it's like why? three and the, hours and the, later. You're like, conversation, why did you do this? Like, why, why would we do this? Why would we? We could have just been playing Zelda instead the weakness you know when you're having a weak day yeah it's like oh my god Mm -hmm. because it's just like i'm not doing it today's not the day and then you know it's like that's you know now you're off to the the races you know oh and you know i'm a stubborn person something you guys don't know about jess you you can tell i'm salty you know the 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 surprise of jess is that jess when she feels backed into a corner (laughs) she does not cower no i don't No, she it's the class when everything comes out because she goes well you push me up against the wall you think you got me? Yeah. 
Snap! Wow! Cha, ta, ta, oh yeah, she'll no. come at you. I'm like, I I would consider myself to be a like a, 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 sweet. a sweet, kind person. But when I am pushed against a wall, my Scorpio moon comes out, and it's like, oh, we're not backing down no. for nothing. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm and then I'm and then you're Pisces moon, and then I win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, honestly, if she starts to 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 launch in a, a defense. That's when it really goes down. Oh my gosh! Well, it's that's the thing. It's it. This is this is the point of it. Is it's always a journey in relationships. Yeah. No relationship is perfect. We argue. I mean, I I will oh, say yeah. again over the eighteen years, like it has gotten less. Obviously, there are times of yeah. stress where it increases, but we've learned through our own personal therapy and through just you know <laughs> so many arguments together how to handle it better. And so we've gotten better at it. But it's yeah. still it's going to be like this. This is, this is just the this forever journey. Yeah. 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 Two different people. You try and learn from the last one. Yes. That's the key. That's the key. And it's so simple. It really is simple, but like on paper. And it's then it's so always simple. the reminder of we're on, we're on the same team. Yes. We're on the same team. At the end of the day, we're on the same team. We're on the same team. We want to get to the same place because we love each other. Yes. We're on the same team. Right. Is that what we say? That's on the same team. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> quick pause. Quick pause before the next question. Um, so family, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, you are getting to know us a little better in this episode. And honestly, I'm getting to know myself a little better. And the fact of the matter is getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, just like Evan and I were talking about, especially because we're always growing and changing. And you know, we love therapy because therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. You all know my therapy journey has been more of a recent one and it's changed my life and our relationship for the better in more ways than I can say. Uh, like learning positive coping skills and setting better boundaries. If you too are thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and uh, suited for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash momdad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash momdad. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. It's true, it's that time of year when I'm wearing those short, tight dresses and loving it. And personally, I like wearing shapewear with those short dresses so I don't have the panty line situation, but I'm also covered. The issue is, most all shapewear I have ever worn is wildly uncomfortable and do not get me started on the uh, trying to use the bathroom situation, okay? Well, all that drama disappeared with Honey Love. Honey Love is your go-to for all things shapewear. It is so comfortable. I love their best-selling superpower short. Like I said, I like the downstairs all covered up and it's designed to work with your body, not against it. I like the way the boost bands make my butt pop. Yes, it does. And guess what? You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. Um, and let's address this. Struggling to take off a tight piece of shapewear with a bathroom line out the door like we were saying? Honey Loves Shapewear has a 100% cotton gusset, so you can skip the extra undies, 
Plus, it has a convenient opening in the panty area for super easy bathroom access. No costume change required. Oh my goodness, it's amazing. And Honey Love has more than just sculpt wear. They have incredibly comfortable bras, tanks, and leggings for everyday support. I love their leggings so much. They are so comfortable. Treat yourself to the best shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com with the code MOMDAD. Use code MOMDAD at honeylove.com. Okay, have we ever had a threesome? <laughs> no, we, no haven't. we haven't. We haven't. We haven't ever had a threesome, no. though we have been uh, propositioned yeah. for a threesome. Weirdly a lot. <laughs> Weirdly a lot. I don't know what it is. Like we've been propositioned for threesomes at like hotels, like we're just at a pool. Yeah, a few <sighs> times. A few Dude, times. We must give off threesome vibe. I guess, maybe. I'm not sure. I think, you know what it was? I think back when um, we used to be more fashionable, we'd go out and I feel like we would wear kind of i'd wear like a lot of chains you know we have maybe a little bit of a like of a bdsm vibe a little bit so i think sometimes we were propositioned in a way of like oh these i'd wear a ball gag to the beach people were like are you interested he's like i don't know why what are you talking about this is a retainer oh I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, am I giving you that energy? <laughs> Just trunks and a ball gag. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, though, asking a friend of ours, because we were out at a bar one night and we were, a couple came up to us. Well, not a threesome, a foursome, I guess. <clears throat> a couple came up to us and was propositioning us. And so I asked one of our friends, I was like, why do you think that this happens a lot? And he said, he's like, I think it's the way that you guys dress. Interesting. And that was at the time, again, when we yeah. used to be more fashionable. More fashionable. So. Now it's like, for some reason, the two people in sweats are getting hit up for uh, for threesomes as much anymore. <laughs> the time has passed. The people, the people getting sangria and nachos by the pool aren't really getting... Uh, Hit up for the sexy threesome that uh, they once were when they were. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Not no. anymore. Um, okay. Biggest financial mistake that we've made. And I think I for sure know. Okay. And it's over time. Mm -hmm. Biggest financial mistake. Mm -hmm. How much we eat out. Oh, interesting. Yes. Yes. It's, I mean, we still eat out a lot. But when we first got married, we would spend so much money on going to restaurants constantly. Yeah. Like it was ridiculous, but that's one of the things we love doing. We love yeah. going out to a nice meal, having a drink and sitting and talking for hours. That's one of our favorite things. But I think instead of making it a treat and a fun thing to do, we made it like a regular habit and we've burned through way too much money just irresponsibly because of that. I was not expecting that answer. And that is very true. Yeah. Especially when we were younger. And it's like you're broke and you're still just spending. All yeah, your money it's like we food. didn't have any money and we were just spending every penny we had yeah. to go out to restaurants constantly. Evan was working at a restaurant and still we were like, I pick him <laughs> right. up from work and we go, let's go to a restaurant and spend all the money that yeah. you just made. Mm -hmm. so instead of saving, we could have saved a lot of we money early saved on. A lot. But you know what? Let's not think about it. So now I have anxiety. <laughs> but you know what? We did enjoy those times and they're great memories. Some of my best memories. Yeah, seriously. But I think it's balance. We yeah. went too hard in the paint. Yeah. We could have made it more of a treat, like I was saying. And then another one, not investing earlier. Yeah. So if you're out there and you're on the fence with it, do it. Do you it. You won't regret it. 
Mm-mm-mm. All right, next. I got so many of what's Evan's job. I feel like you've mentioned this before, but I did it on just, bros. Okay, yeah. People want to know what your job is. <laughs> the mystery job. Yeah. It's like exact. CIA. I'm a stripper. <laughs> um, CIA agent. Yeah, I can't tell you. Um, no, okay. So my main okay, so I'm a musical musical director. He doesn't know what he does. Well, no, I always have to like explain this. Okay, so I'm a musical director. So what I do is I I help build live shows. So an artist will finish their album in the studio. They'll come to me. Then I will find the band, come up with the live arrangements, build all the tech out to have everything talk to each other on stage, all the the um, equipment be talking to the light guy talking to the fire talking to the led wall all that stuff i'll be kind of working with a team of people to build out a live show so i'm on the music side more specifically of building out live a live show and then i work with the rest of the team to kind of build out the entire show mm-hmm. he's very that, good he's very good at what he does i hope that explains it's a very weird niche job but that's what i do it is whenever i'm like he's a music director people, people think it's like, like a freaking or- orchestra yeah like, they think you're uh, <clears throat> like a conductor of a of a of a giant that orchestra cool. that would be cool <laughs> yeah and I, I just need like wild hair <laughs> i use one of my many this- wigs from the show <laughs> at this point i feel like i have a wig collection <laughs> it's true. like over the years it's just like i have 500 wigs most recently Zelda wig, which is my personal <laughs> One favorite. of the uh, bad financial decisions we've yeah, made is I've Evan's 500. 400,000 on wigs at this point. <laughs> Ember's college is gone. Um, okay. How often do you all have sex? Okay. Well, we're down. We were seven times a day. Now we're, <laughs> we barely have sex. Now it's like three times a day, I think. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. Okay, so before I am before I give you a, a quasi answer to yeah. this question, I've talked about this before. Um, I don't like to give out numbers. Right. Because I feel like I remember growing up and reading like all those Cosmo magazines where they were like the average couple has this much sex every single week or every single month. And I remember reading that and that number getting cemented into my head. And then once I'm with a partner feeling in my head about that number, like insecure if that number wasn't met and I'm going, Oh my God, but the average, and I was just battling with that constantly. And I think that that's not a way to approach intimacy and a sexual relationship like it's not about the average or or about like meeting a certain number compared to other people so i don't like to throw numbers out yeah i'll say this we absolutely vary wildly yeah um it's times in life it's stress it's before kiddo It's early on in the relationship. It's vacation. It's, you know, we'll have we'll have seasons where we're having sex a lot more regularly. And then we'll have times where fact the matter is we're like barely ever having sex and we'll go a long time. And when I say a long time, I'll just say this. I'm not talking about those couples who are like, oh, my God, it's been so long. It's been like a week. No, we'll go a while. Yeah. When those times hit for sure, when life hits and are busy and. I'm, you know, in my head about work or I'm in my head about life and whatever's going on. And 
you know, I think it's, it's really varies. I, I, I have, that's one of my big, so that's a passion point for me where I'm like, it's okay to not be having sex constantly. It's about what your desires and wants are. And obviously when you're with a partner and your partner is like, Hey, I'm feeling a certain way, then that's a different communication conversation. And that's between you and your partner. But also if you're both like, you know, not in that zone, that's fine. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think like it, it ebbs and flow. We, okay. I will say this. We let it ebb and flow like we do. Yes. And that kind of works for us now. And it might not work for us later and it might That's work for true. us forever. Yeah. You know, cause a lot of people like schedule sex when they're married and like, Oh, on Friday nights, for no matter sure. what we got, we have sex night. You know what I mean? And no I matter think what. That that's <clears throat> great for a lot of people. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is it's like, you know, some people look at it like this is a, an, a like a very important part of like, we, this is what allows us to connect. Mm-hmm. And I think for me and Jess is it's like that we, we might be there. We might need that one day and we, we might, never need it we might want it like it's one of those things it's like it ebbs and flows like our sex life doesn't look like it was five years ago and it didn't look like it did five years ago and in five years it won't it won't look exactly like it is mm-hmm. now it changes just how we change as people totally um we i think because we also we talk a lot we hang out a lot so it's like i could also imagine if i was gone all day working you were doing your thing. We never saw each other except on that one day we on Friday that yeah. it would be like different. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's all relative to our thing for right now though. We just let it ebb and flow like our personal relationship and like mm-hmm. our current life. So like you said, we, we'll go we'll in patches where it's like very consistent. Yep. And then we'll go in patches where it's not really a part of like, it's not very much a part of that month, you know, or whatever. And it's like, but we're still hanging out, talking, have a good time. So it's also just yeah. like, it's like a part of the brain too. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like whatever's it's going in, on. Intimacy and, and partnership is so important, but intimacy doesn't always have to mean sex. Exactly. During certain seasons. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think it's finding intimacy in different ways. And sometimes for us, that'll be like, we're going through a, a heavy sex phase. And sometimes that'll be like, we're having a lot of sit down conversations together at dinner and getting deep and sometimes it's spooning all night you know yeah. even if i'm sweating my face off like whatever it is you know it's, well, it's just, also weird too we'll also have times where we're having we're, we're more frequent with sex mm-hmm. and me and you aren't even talking that much so it can be reversed yeah. where it's like sometimes we're talking a lot and not having a lot of sex. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, like, yeah. it's almost like the intimacy is met in different forms. Exactly. Um, and you know, the truth is that sometimes we are missing each other. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's like, sometimes one of us is in a zone where it's like, I need that physical intimacy right now. And the other person is in more of like, a, I need romantic, emotional intimacy more. Hard. And that can be really That's hard. That's really hard when, when you, yeah. when, when someone wants the physical and the other person wants the emotional, but the other person who wants the physical isn't feeling emotionally connect, yeah. connecting. That's when like, that's definitely like sure. when that's the, that's when the, when you're not having lots of sex is the harder as opposed to like the ebbing and flowing. Like you're, t- like you're saying, not yeah. worried about a number. But when that's happening, then it's just extremely important to communicate with each other, yeah. how you're feeling as uncomfortable as that can be. I know it's a very uncomfortable conversation. It's a very vulnerable conversation and it can also result in hurt feelings sometimes yeah. because you're going to have to be honest and transparent with your partner, but communication, even if it is uncomfortable and can hurt feelings in the moment is so, so important to yeah. maintain that intimacy in relationships, I think. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's one of those things too. It's like, it's like a, it can be used like a bank account 
when you're talking to people. Mm-hmm. You know, how much money do you have? How much sex do you have? Yeah. You know, it can be one of those things that's a little like... And that's why I don't like it. It can be a weird pressure for people yep. where it's like, there's people who have tons of sex and not have a lot of sex and can be equally happy. And, but the person who like has less sex feels a pressure in a conversation of course. to like juice the numbers yeah. up to kind of be like, I'm not, you know what I mean? We're right. like, I'm cool too. It's like this weird pressure. And like, well, this feels like because of like societally, it's like we have to, pr- there's something to prove. Even if like, it's both like if you're having lots of sex, that means everything's good. Right. Exactly. Which like, is just, mm, it's just not, not the, case. the case. It's just not the case, which is why I don't like to throw out specific numbers mm-hmm. because I feel like it's so personal. And the last thing that anyone needs in their relationship is, uh, having to think about meeting a certain number and comparing yourself in that way. Relationships, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yep. Okay, do you got one? Yes. Um, it says, I'd love to hear about your journey out of Christianity and basically kind of where you're currently at with, you know, your beliefs. Okay. Which is... Well, the journey out of Christianity, that's a long, a long conversation. There's definitely some past episodes of Chatty Broads. Mm -hmm. If you look up Bible Broads, where at least I'm talking about how you, yeah, my deconstruction with my evangelical faith. Um, And I do include, but kind of both of us in that conversation Mm -hmm. when I'm talking. Yeah, because we have a similar, we have a similar, not the same, but similar journey. I'll say this. We were, um, on a similar time frame, we always kind of felt similarly, yeah. but we never, because we were raised in extremely evangelical, extremely conservative homes. Um, there was a long time where we did not feel the safety, even in our, like the intimacy of our relationship to communicate even with each other yeah. that the other person was like, I don't think I want to be a part of what this specific thing is anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that wasn't until honestly like right when I got pregnant with Ember where you and I, and I'm like, we're having a kid. We need to talk about where we're at. Cause I know we are both fully distanced from this emotionally and mentally, but we got all the family dynamics and everything. So we need to like have a conversation with where we're at. And then you and I both felt like we were on similar pages, but it took us a while to have that conversation because I don't think we felt safe because of how we were raised. Well, and it's also really scary, man, when you're, when you're married and you like, there's so much pressure, but like in Christianity, I'll just, at least our style of Christianity. Yeah. The evangelical, like, yeah. There's pressure to be on the same page, Mm -hmm. right? Like marriage is like, basically not two individuals being together there it's to become one Mm -hmm. it is like you are joined at the everything has to be aligned yeah the way we were (laughs) raised specifically how we were raised i'm just speaking to 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 how we were but but but, uh independence in relationship was absolutely discouraged (laughs) in marriage and you'd hear a lot of like oh um my husband or wife is uh you know, struggling with the concept. So now I'm getting counseling on what to do with yeah. them because yeah. they're falling away. You yeah. know what I mean? And it yeah. becomes we this heard thing. that a lot. Yeah. So there's, so there's a lot of pressure, you know, and me and us have always been comfortable with each other. I don't think we ever felt like terrifying fear, but there is this sense of like, if one of us says that first, then all of a sudden, wait, are you not the person I signed on to? That person could say that to you mm-hmm. where they're like, wait, are you changing? Are you, are you not the person that I put my trust in and now you're yeah. betraying me? It almost oh, has that energy. And you know? I knew that this was going to end me saying how I felt was going to end certain 
familial relationships and friendships. Yeah. But my biggest fear was that exactly what you're saying, our relationship that we were going to be on different pages. Yeah. And that because of the way we were raised, that that might lead to the demise of that. Right. Right. And so, I mean, like, like you said, we've talked about kind of to some extent, or maybe probably you actually has talked about, you know, how you got out and you included me in that. And there's obviously a lot of similarities there. Um, but I guess where that leads us now is, I mean, I can only speak for myself because I know, I know now we don't really talk about this, but like, cause it's funny how once, once you're out of like a religion, you don't really talk about the details anymore. Whereas like when you're in a part of religion, it's like the details are well, we did, such a part of the we conversation. We did for a lot, for a few years saying. after, but then. Oh but yeah, we then, talked about it constantly. Yeah, for the past year or two. The last couple of years though, like for sure. I, you know, for me, I am not, I don't think about it. I think that's what I like. I'm extremely in, like, I don't have an opinion about like my existence in the universe spirituality wise. <laughs> like I'm a little bit more like I'm open to things. I'm, I'm, I'm my religion is whatever makes you a good person. That's kind of where I've landed is like, so if, if you have, if you need a specific religion for that, if you need no religion, if you need, whatever you need to just treat people with love and respect, like that is like what I sign on for. So mm -hmm. like, that's why I'm cool with like whatever religion and whatever if atheist religion, whatever you want, just make sure you're a good person. Mm -hmm. That's kind of my like stance. Now, if I dig down and wonder like what's out there, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm just like, I have no evidence or um, feeling that there is like some greater thing. That's like, controlling me or like influencing my life in any way so my thing starts to turn upward of be like maybe me and the my energy that i'm putting into the world is like all i can contribute and that's about it mm -hmm. um but it's interesting like now that i've removed from like organized religion and all that stuff i just it's amazing how much i don't think about it yeah how much it doesn't you know sure the the, the effects the, of it are the still there. The trauma, <clears throat> the trauma yeah, and the effects are still getting worked through. But the actual thought of like my place in the universe as some like God or something like that. I just, that's something I like think too hard about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, doesn't yeah, it just cut, it was, oh, maybe that's just because of where I was in life. It just kind of lifted, but yeah, no, I mean, again, without getting into too much details, we were raised in, in hyper conservative evangelical christianity and so i think that a lot of what you've if i can speak for you a lot yeah. of what you've experienced in the past few years is like a weight lifted of freedom so i think maybe there's a there's a part of like not even thinking about it because it's the first time that you've had that you haven't had to think about that 24 7 right yeah you're probably right you know what i mean so i wonder in the future if maybe you'll dig more into something but for right now, I think it's good for you. It seems like it's been super healthy and light for you to be able to not have to think about it 24-7. Right. You know? But to be totally transparent. Yeah. There has, there is a vacancy. Yeah. Because for me, as much as I was kind of passively going through it, my the religion, 
it was always something I really struggled with. It was never something like I, I didn't have a story where I was like locked in no. and was like solid my whole life. And then one day woke up and was like, I was always struggling with it. I was always like trying to make it happen. You know, I, was always, I remember praying like, God, why can't I, why Connect. can't I get this to stick? Yeah. Because it was just always a uphill. I'm pushing the, well, you'd, the rock you'd, up the you'd, hill. You'd hear people have their like big like life stories where they're like, wow, my life shifted in this way. And I remember you like you praying to be like, can you give me something can like that? Can you give me that crazy not... transformation? But uh, so, but the one thing it did provide is like all the answers. You know <laughs> sure, what I mean? Yeah. Like it really did. Like, yeah. <laughs> like there's something about just like going, well, I don't really get it all and it's, I'm struggling with it, but at least I know everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. When you have that, it kind of just makes you go, oh, everything's fine. But when you kind of pull that away, you're a little bit on your own. And then you kind of realize, like, I don't know if it's going to be okay. <laughs> maybe it yeah. will. Maybe I got to try harder. Or maybe I got to figure this out. Or maybe this, maybe I don't think I should change my perspective on what means okay. And, you know, so that's just been, that's been a process for me is mm-hmm. like, how do I ground myself? Or do I even try to ground myself? Do I just allow myself to kind of float and like feel, you know, mentally with like yeah. with the religion and like my own existence is just being like, okay, floating a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. that's, you know, um, you? you know, as of right now, I mean, I definitely feel like I'm more spiritual than you are. Yeah. Um, just like whatever that term might mean mm-hmm. for someone mm-hmm. <laughs> more like, I think a little more curious, a little more like contemplating and, and and how do I feel about everything? But like genuinely, I have been in a space for numerous years where I'm like, I sure don't know the answer. And I'm pretty comfortable with that statement. Mm. And I feel I do feel a lot of security saying I don't know, yeah. which I think for me has been really healing because the idea of like this is for sure what it is caused me a lot of anxiety. And so being able to say with like my chest, I don't know. I love being able to say that to my child about things in life and see how she reacts with the purity of being a a, a kid where when she asks me big questions about the universe, like even just random science questions where I can look at her and go, I don't know, honey. Mm -hmm. And then she goes, oh, okay. And she doesn't fall apart. Mm. You know? Mm. And I always thought if I didn't know, I would fall apart. Yeah. And that's been really powerful for me. Um, But day to day, spiritually, to me, you know, if there is a God and whatever that God may be, what I would imagine is it would be an image of the people around us. So that's then been what my focus is, is just the idea of, okay, the God that I'm aware of is you and you and trying to interact in that space on a regular basis of trying to interact with people like deity, like spiritual, like holy, like these people are so special and Mm. incredible and trying to interact with the world like that. Yeah. Um, and try to have an awe for humanity Mm. and that be my spiritual practice and like try to love on people. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. But what happens if there's a day of reckoning? (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, it's happening right now with I you. I am <laughs> the creator and destroyer. <laughs> this is what's left from the ashes. Um, oh, my God. But, yeah. No, I mean, I think we're... I saw another question that just said, like, did you guys have the same trajectory? And I was like, that's one thing I feel super lucky about is that me and you like woke up in the same vicinity and we're like, wait a second, uh, like in, in the general time frame together yeah. versus like if we wouldn't have done that together, there's a good chance we would not be together. And let's be clear, that was genuinely luck. Like that Honestly. was that that's an example to me of relationships where people are like. I'm working hard to try to make this work and you just see the people doing everything, but just you're going in different places in life. And I hate to see when people, when a relationship ends and they go, it's a failure. It's like, no, it's not when you're putting everything into that. And sometimes people just go in different directions. I look at a lot of people that we grew up with who uh, got married at the same time as us and they just ended up going in different trajectories spiritually and then non-spiritually and it ended and we weren't doing yeah. anything better right. than them. We just happened to start walking along the same path. So I do feel very grateful for that. One thing I will say from that happening that has one lesson what we've learned and that we've taken from that into now is that one way to increase your luck in that way mm -hmm. <clears throat> is to consistently not try to be the person in the relationship with all the answers because what that does is it allows you to have open real conversations yeah. with your partner because i do feel like there was probably multiple times that we could have gone off path sure but we were pretty diligent about being not being a person with all the answers and i think that is important because it's like what, so it goes into it goes into parenting, it goes into business, it goes into all these things. If you if you come into the relationship being like I got all my shit together, it's gonna be really hard for you guys to grow and change together. Mm -hmm. So I think that like the reason why we survived it too was that like even though it was luck to start, once we were in it, it could have gone forty different ways. Yeah, and we were committed to being like open, just open. Like whatever happens, happens. Like let's just be with each other and not like we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. So anyway, yeah, agreed. 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 <laughs> well, a quick turn. Most interesting kink. <laughs> I mean, you all know what I, I don't know. Do I have to spell it out? You know what I mean? You all Eyeballs. know. <laughs> Eyeballs. <laughs> That's my, I don't even know if I would, is that considered a kink? Is that like my thing? I mean, is it's, it, uh, kink is like such a one dimension. Like it feels like a word that has like so much attached to it. I would say yes. In, in only that it's like, you know, it's what, it's kind of unique and interesting and people aren't expecting it. You know what I mean? Yes. It's not like everyone's had ball eyes. <laughs> I mean, I will tell you this. I've had so many people message me after trying it and I have only gotten positive reviews from the people who have attempted That's that. That's fascinating. Yes. Yes. From, from my perspective, <laughs> the eyes specifically, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't feel like I don't see it. Well, you can't but see when they're... Hey. <laughs> She's going on tour. <laughs> A comedy club near you. Um, I don't really... I'm trying to think of a kink that I had. Do I have one that you want to that you want to share now that you've shared some things in mine? I don't know if you have one. 
Oh, I got one. Pleasing. Pleasing <laughs> you. you. Have you ever Whoops. Heard of pleasing? <laughs> Whoops. You caught me. Expose I, me, babe. I feel like um, I would say that yes. between the between us, that I probably tend to be the one who's a little kinkier. Yes. Okay. Here, here's what it is. I think I like doing the things. Yes. I don't have a lot of things I like done to me as much. Yes. Couple things, but in general, I enjoy. You're a giver. I, I I'm like, going to give you that. I enjoy doing the kink I'm gonna, versus getting the kink, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm going to give you that. You're, you're definitely a giver. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I like, I enjoy the occasional tie up. You know, I like the role play. I think yes. I lead the charge with the ideas. Yes. Yes. And you I'm down. enjoy, yeah. I'm very down, but I'm not necessarily you're not like cooking up by the ideas in the kitchen. I'm not cooking them up and saying, <laughs> do this crazy stuff to me. Let's rock. It's more like you'll have an idea and I'll be like, I'm in. Yes. You're yes. very open. I'm very open. You're very open, but you're not the um, leading the charge of it. Right. It's a little more like me being it, like, exactly. hey, let's well, yeah, 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 yeah. I like this. this. I like this. I'm like, oh, let's, let's do it. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I'm a little red. <laughs> Underneath the makeup. <laughs> 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 Underneath the makeup, I'm a little red. <laughs> Why do we get so embarrassed? You know what's, I don't know. It's funny it's because funny it's to like, be this far along in your relationship and then just still be like, shy. I get a little shy. You know what's funny? Because like when, when Becca and I would talk about it, because I'm talking to Becca, yeah. it's a little more like, oh, I'm going to tell you about what's going on. Yeah. But with you being here staring like, at I me, I was there. You were there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so yeah, now yeah, I'm getting yeah, a little yeah. more like flushed, yeah. a little more embarrassed about it, if I'm being completely <laughs> honest. <laughs> well, that's a good way to wrap it up. You know what I mean? Just really put us on our heels. Oh, wait, one more. Oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is fun. Off of kink. Mm -hmm. The wildest place that we've ever had sex. Oh. Do you remember? No. The wildest? The wildest place we've ever had sex. When I say this, you're going to be like, oh my God, it was a while ago. In a van? Wait, yeah, I mean, okay. sure. Yeah, we, the van. Okay. Remember the elevator? Whoa, wait, where was that? When we were on vacation. Mexico. Yeah. Oh, that was sick. <laughs> that was sick. He just keep pressing, you know, like close. We close, hit like close. the emergency yeah. button. Tot. Same trip. That's my kink. Elevator sex. <laughs> Same trip. Same trip. Also beach. Oh yeah. 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 We we don't mind a little sphere. I guess so. I don't think so. Right. A little fear is fun. A little fear of like, I guess fear of getting caught is kind of fun, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Maybe that's one of I our kinks. I never think about it in the terms of that. I've yeah. never thought about like fear of getting caught, but I think it's like the excitement of that. Definitely. I guess that would be a kink. Like, would that be a kink? Yeah. Because I'm like, when I think about, I'm like, like the, the amount train, of times we've had sex, like in public, <laughs> 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 when you actually break down, it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Maybe we do like that. The train, the plane. Holy shit, we've had sex on a train. That's super true. Maybe that's no, our kink. There you go. To anyone so close sorry. By us. You know, we're you know, we're a little more aware these days. When you're days. blinded by <laughs> the lust, everyone disappears. All right. I think that's a good uh, Yeah, a little information for you all. A little exposure. You all, there. You all said in the corner, no, like, I'm so sorry, Lee. Needs therapy now. <laughs> Thank you all for sending. There were so many questions. Yeah. I took a bunch of screenshots of them, so we'll answer more in the future Yeah, in the future sure. we have so much more. Um, should we do one call home before yes. we wrap it up? Yes. Let's do a call home. We wouldn't it wouldn't be an episode without a call home. We can't not do a call home. Remember you can always call home. 
Hi, mom and dad. Um, I'm loving everyone's ick, so I figured I'd call in with mine. Yes. This happened like seven or eight years ago, and uh, it was an ex-boyfriend that I moved 13 hours away from home to be with. There were many red flags, to be fair, like he was one of 13 kids, and they were all flat earthers. Oh. Um, <laughs> for reason, I was able to move past that. All of them. But every day after he would leave for work, I would go in to the bathroom and he would have forgotten to flush number two um not only that but it's not what was in the toilet but it was what was not in the toilet there was never ever any toilet paper <gasps> so what? not only was he not flushing but he was also not wiping <gasps> and i just could not see myself being with a man who is like that and i just could not do that anyway that's fine. I moved away immediately after that happened a few times. I don't know why it wasn't the first time that did it for me. I let it happen a few times, but after that, I just couldn't move past it. And I shipped all my stuff home and moved back home. Now I am married with a beautiful little boy. Oh, and I can happily say I have never seen my husband's poop. <laughs> Love you guys. I can happily say he wipes. Listen, a a dirty ass flat earther. That's that's wild. That's wild. That's a wild one. It's wild. I okay. The flat earther just adds such a nice sparkle to it. The thirteen flat earth children (laughs) who are all flat earthers don't wipe. Yeah. Wow. The fact that you stuck around after one. I mean, that would have been it for me. That's that's so wild. I feel like. And especially like you were so used to having to see it because I think then the first time then you see a partner is like where you're like, oh shit, they didn't like flush or something. You're like, oh God. But that it happened enough that you were like noticing there was no toilet paper. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like that's, that means that was happening on a regular basis. And how and how and why, Evan? Like, you know, I love a tushy. Live for yeah. a tushy. Lo- live oh, for a my- bidet. Dude. I use my tushy so much now that like whenever I have to go not at home, yeah, I feel like I need to shower. Yeah. Like it's brutal. Bidet it up all day. <laughs> Love that water. There's no tushy or bidet attached to your toilet and there's no toilet paper. I mean... Well, my question is, don't you think that if they were intimate, there would have been some like... It would have smelled horrible well, if maybe you never... Th- Maybe they Why? weren't going in that direction. <laughs> okay, maybe okay, and he, that's yeah, okay. He thought I'll get around to that by the time we're married or something. <laughs> you know what? Maybe if you deny the evidence for flat Earth, you deny the part of your brain that says I need to wipe. You mean maybe you, those are connected? If, maybe, maybe flat maybe, Earth. You mean and if you poop. deny the evidence of a ra- a spherical yeah, Earth? <laughs> maybe denying science and your butthole are like really close maybe. in your brain. <laughs> I think maybe you're right. You know what I mean? There's some connection there because I I don't think I've ever heard this before. I a, don't think I've I've ever non-wipe? encountered someone who's like my partner doesn't have a bidet and doesn't wipe. Yeah, because it's one thing to be like, I don't flush. I've definitely heard of that. Sure. You know what I mean? But or like I forget to or whatever. But it's another to do. Yeah, Save to, the water. To just see poo. <laughs> That's like one of those things where you're like, oh, gross. And then you're like, wait a second. Something's wrong about this picture. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> my 
gosh that's when you run around to the house and check every waste bin just to like look yeah, for like, poo like, like, you're maybe, like please have like there be like a disgusting waste bin yeah, somewhere like like I pray that maybe he doesn't want to like you know clog up the thing so he just puts his, his the tissue in a, in a, in a waste the, bin it's somewhere it's the only time in your life you're begging to see a skid marked piece of paper in a trash bin that's the like, only time you're God. like please you're like yes you pick it up and there it is if you don't find them, they're all clean you're like I need to leave immediately. You might actually be afraid for your life. It might be like, yeah. it's, it's an interesting like, move. Where is, if maybe he is wiping, but like, where is he keeping all of this? Oh my gosh. He's got like a book case of him or something to <laughs> test her. He's like, how much does she really love me? This is like one of his like gauntlets. Yeah. Like has she, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Will she stay <clears throat> with me if I, if she sees that I don't wipe? Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, wow. I am so happy for you. That is a fan. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. And I'm sorry for that trauma because that is truly horrific. Um, but congratulations on the marriage, not seeing the poop and uh, having a little one. <laughs> Blessings. Blessings. We love you guys. We Have love an amazing. You Thanks for coming on our second episode. Yes. Oh my goodness. This is so fun. A, and lot, of, we'll, a lot in the works, a lot planned. We're really excited. We wanted to do this one as kind of an, a beginning one to kind of set the tone and say we're talking about some different things and this is us yeah. and uh, but we have a lot in store. We're I'm really excited, excited for some upcoming guests. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm very too. excited. Love you um, all. We love you all. We'll see you on Wednesday for more Love Is Blind mm-hmm. recapping. Let's do it, baby. Bye. Bye. Bye.